Hello, listeners. It's Tom checking in and saying thank you so much for listening. And I hope everyone had a happy, happy Halloween. I have to apologize because, yes, this is going up on its normal day Friday, but I had intended to put this out on Wednesday Halloween, as I mentioned in the episode, and I was unfortunately unable to do so because I got so incredibly sick after this episode. Uh, You may be able to hear I'm a little lethargic in this one right at the top of the episode. I was not feeling well, and that just turned into fever and headaches and awfulness that I've been dealing with all week. I'm feeling much better now, and uh, so I do hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I hope you enjoy all our episodes. And I just want to say again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Whoever, wherever you are, we really appreciate it. And now that October is over, we enter November, and, you know, here we are, folks. It's, it's the holiday season, and we all know that means it's the season of giving. And I just, uh, I gotta say, if you really like what we do here, we would super, super appreciate it if you just did us a favor and, and told other people about it, or shot us an email and told us something about the show that you like, or a suggestion, or an, an, a movie suggestion. Uh, just any, uh, any sort of audience participation would go super appreciated. And if that goes as far as going to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the annual and giving us a couple dollars a month, that would also be very much appreciated. Uh, other than that, I hope everyone out there is healthy and feels good and ready to enjoy this episode. Thank you again so much for listening. See you next time. Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. Welcome to now available on video cassette, your favorite '90s movie nostalgia podcast. I am Tom Hewinger, joined as always by the uh, the Tylenol to my large glass of water for suffering through adult Halloween. Trevor Williams, been a hell of a weekend. Tom. <laughs> it has been a hell weekend. of a weekend. Um, it is. Uh, it's Halloween in America, and um, is it Halloween other places? Or I mean, yeah, probably, kinda. Kind of. Do they do their own thing? Other countries do like All Hallows Eve and things. Sounds... It's on like Halloween. It's the day before November first, which is All Saints Day. Yeah. You, uh, you folks listening at home might think to yourself right now, "What is that? Whose voice is that? Who is it?" Well, that would be our guests. We're joined today by Logan Hunter. Hi, hey, Logan. Everybody. Thanks Lo- for leaving your job early today. <laughs> you know, Can we say that? Logan is <laughs> hey, a, a, uh, the, the manager. Uh, is that... Gen- I am the current general manager at Cafe Nola, Cafe Nola, but I will be leaving in a week. Right. You just got a new job. Yes. Yes, I did. I'm thoroughly excited Congrats. about it. Congrats. Thank you. You're doing it. Yeah, that's great. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. And it's kind of a kind of a dream gig for you? It is. Um, it is... 
it's my dream job. It's what I've, you know, ever since I was 16, this is what I wanted to do. <laughs> and great. now I get to do it. So it's exciting. Do you want to talk about what Just, that is? Yeah. Uh, so I finally, <laughs> you know, after smoking so much marijuana <laughs> behind the dumpsters at school, I finally <laughs> legally get to grow it um, yeah. in a medical facility. So I get to like, I get to wear scrubs. Wow. And I have like a little badge and shit like Congratulations. that. Congratulations. You're helping people. I'm glad you put it in context with with like your teenage self because when i think about it like so many teenagers probably if they knew someday they were going to grow up and do that legally they, you know they, they just, dream, dreams really do come true you know <laughs> my parents said i could be whatever i wanted to be and i'm living that dream and you've been practicing yeah. for a long time it's yeah. not like when we were 16 we could do surgery behind the dumpsters yeah exactly <laughs> like so i have a uh you know almost a little more than novice inter- intermediate maybe <laughs> experience with uh, the product. So it's nice that uh, I get to work with something that I enjoy. Um, you know, I don't really like coffee or alcohol that much. So being at the bar is, uh, is not what I would like to do. And I love weed. So that's, that's <laughs> totally cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank We're you. Really happy thank you very you. much. And also thank you for being here today. We've been trying to get you on for a while. Yes. Um, and it's finally happening. It is finally working. You didn't out. even know what movie we were doing until a few minutes ago, though. Literally, I think um, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So we are doing Dracula, Dracula Dead and, and Loving It. it. Mm. <laughs> the Leslie Nielsen, Mel Brooks team up. It's going to be great. It's going to be something. It's going to be something. We, uh, we watched uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula last week. Mm-hmm. Tom. Did you love that movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uh, Keanu Reeves? Yes. Yes. See, I love that movie. I, I, mean, I mean, I had a great time revisiting I, it. I, I thought it was um, hilarious. I loved it in that I'm like, oh, this is a tone, like tonally and mood wise. This is a great thing to put on mute at your Halloween party and let it be Just on in the, it in the background. It's real um, weird. While like yeah. Monster Mash is playing yeah. on repeat. Okay. Exactly. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but some, some of the execution. It was, it was pretty, it like, it dragged and it was kind of boring. Yeah, it does have its slow spots. It's a weird movie for Mel Brooks to specifically decide to parody. Is it specifically that movie or is it kind of just all Dracula movies? It's, it's very much that one. Uh-huh. But that one is very much the Dracula story. So, right. um, you know, there's things that aren't there, but like a lot of it's the same. Uh, the things that are better, and this is hard for me to say because I love Tom Waits, but he doesn't get a lot of screen time. Oh, you're right. That's Renfield true. in this is hilarious. It's the Vigo guy. It's right? the, he's Vigo. He's Vigo. <laughs> baby. Yeah. yeah. So I don't remember his name, Peter. I want to say his name he is Peter. He was also Peter. on like Alan McBeal. McBeal. And he's a great actor. He was in Shield Agents of Shield for a while. I don't know if you ever watched that show. No. He was no. like an Asgardian. I kind of keep weird. my huh. my Marvel to the movie. To the theater. You watch Daredevil? Yeah. Do you finish watching Daredevil? No, I can't like I every time I put it on I fall asleep during the first episode. Of the new season? No, of the, oh, the f- oh, you I haven't, haven't even, watched like, any started of it. any of it? I haven't oh. watched any oh. Well, actually, I made it through oh. the end of the second episode, and that fight sequence at the end of the second episode yeah. is incredible. Yeah. I was like, oh, maybe I should watch this. Yeah. It's, no, uh, it, it is it's, definitely, it's definitely a solid venture into television Marvel mm. yeah. stuff. Yeah, That's what I do, hear. They do a good job. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of the better. I'm watching Man in the High Castle now, though. I'm so happy. That shit is... Uh, Amazon? Yeah, yeah, Amazon. Oh, I watched the first couple episodes of the first season. Yeah. Uh, you and know, you weren't glued to it. I wasn't because I'm watching Smallville <laughs> uh, currently. Oh. So no, I get it. You know, I get it. You know, I get it. 
young young Clark Kent slash Superman. It really mm-hmm. just it really just does it for me. Those packs. I get that. Um, all right, so Logan, you know what we do here on this podcast? Yes. We, we pick a movie we haven't seen in a long time and we talk about it without doing any research. Yes. So, have you seen this movie? I have seen this movie. In its entirety, but not in one sitting. Yeah, that's yeah. Okay. Um, VH1 Movie Weekend. Yeah, shout sure. out, shout out. Um, so <laughs> I've caught it here and there. So slash I, like Comedy Central. Yeah, slash, everything yeah, like, that yeah. midday on a Thursday. It's yeah. either infomercials uh, for pelvic exams or yeah. it's you know Thigh Master. Thigh Master. Yeah, I think I've seen it like <laughs> Tony Little Gazelle. all the way through like exactly once. <laughs> okay, and then seen bits like little clips from it here and there. I mean, really, yeah. I just. When I think about it, I just think of Naked Gun, yeah, right. Dracula style. It's basically, it's like, that. it's like the it's the Halloween Naked Gun. Yeah, there's gonna be a lot of physical comedy in yeah. it. A lot of like uh, literal like interpretation of like you know like punny kind of like mm-hmm. literal things. Um, and like I feel like there's you know there's gonna be a lot of uh, double entendre. Yeah. You know, we might even get like, into the triple entendres. You, you don't know. It, it's it's up in the air. But I definitely haven't seen this movie within the past 15 years, probably. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe me also. Yeah, I definitely. I don't think I've seen it since the 90s. But I watched it a lot in the 90s. Because this was one of my favorites. It's, okay. not, one of the, it's not one of the like revered either Mel Brooks no. or Leslie Nielsen. No. It's uh-uh. not. It's not. Um, which but, I guess this was technically their, their first time teaming up. Wow. Uh, and I guess probably their last two masters know. of their craft. Yeah, absolutely. And, but also kind of similar, but also very different. Yeah. Now Leslie Nielsen died. Yes. Not that long ago. Yeah. A few years ago. Mel Brooks is like a hundred years old. He's, he's pretty old. Still I have a lot of respect for that guy. Yeah, me too. Anyone who can live past like 80 has gets respect. Okay. He gets that respect for sure. <laughs> yeah. But there's also other like comedic yeah. respect. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, just the whole, his whole, um, I don't know. I feel like he came up in like a vaudeville kind of thing. He's mm-hmm. been doing the thing. He's been doing comedy for so long. Uh, his son is also famous ish. Max Brooks. He wrote, uh, that zombie survival guide and, uh, that other, that one that was turned into a movie with Brad Pitt. World, uh, War, World Z? War Z? Yeah, he wrote that ah, one. Interesting. Yeah. He's a cool dude. That's a little bit different than than Dad's uh, realm. Yeah, so. it's funny, like, how... Yeah. Because they're both talented, you know, and they're both and writers. They're, yeah, but, like, in their own right. Yeah. yeah, but I can also see, like, you know, whatever sort of tumultuous father-son relationship they have, he was like, I'm not going to be a comedian. I'm going to write apocalyptic write literature. Right. Fucked up zombie movies. Yeah, take that, Dad. Ha. Huh. Yeah, and I'm sure, you know, I, I actually, I heard Max Brooks interviewed on NPR before, and he's just talking about, <laughs> I think, that kind of thing. But can you imagine trying to write comedy if your dad was Mel Brooks? Oh, yeah, not at all. You're not, you can't. Plus, he's probably, like, it's <laughs> so ingrained in his, his life and upbringing that he's, like, it probably, like, what even if he has a perfect relationship with him, it's probably just like, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna do something else. It just, just do your own thing. It just takes, like, the whole dad joke thing to a whole other level, because yeah. your dad is <laughs> his dad the jokes, joke. Yeah, his, his dad, dad jokes, jokes turned into movies. Are crazy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. so, you know. <laughs> oh, good one, dad. I do love Mel Brooks, though. I also love that, like, he would write the music, or... Um, at least he would do the sort of um, his his alter ego as the composer was Hummy Man, uh, and he would hum. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, so when it says like music by Hummy, composed by Hummy Man, mm. and that's that's Mel Brooks, and he would just he would hum the melody oh, and and to would, the arrangers. Yeah. Huh. yeah. Uh, and that's but he would also write the lyrics and stuff. How Chaplin of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's old school. 
He's also Van Helsing. Oh, is he? This, yes. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't remember much from this at all. I just have like very specific like images of of Liam of, uh, Leslie, of Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Um, just like in and like Dracula. Like I just picture him hissing in my head. Like every time yeah. we talk about, it, I yeah. just see him hissing like yeah. a snake. Okay, I remember a lot more than you guys do. Yeah, yeah. well, <laughs> but I figure I, I figure it's it's the story of Dracula with a lot of gags. Oh, there's so many gags. Just gag, 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 and like anything from Bram Stoker. So I'm, so I'm glad we watched that first because you're gonna get a lot more of the gags. Yeah, because so like anything that was like weird or just like goofy or slightly off from Bram Stoker's Dracula, Mel Brooks just like digs his claws into that and drags it out. Funny. So like the scene where uh, Van Helsing is first introduced and he's in the medical, like uh, the, he's teaching uh, yeah. you know, doctors and he remember it in the Anthony Hopkins, he like bites it. He like eats a little bit of like whatever, I don't know, dead flesh they're examining yeah. and stuff like that. In Mel Brooks' version, he does his best to try to make sure that every one of the medical students faints uh, because of how gross. So he's just like grabbing intestines and like okay, passing right. them off to people and just like like passing them all the organs and stuff like that. And like he's not done with his lecture until like every one of the students like either barfs or like has to leave the room or passes out. As it should be, right. you know, yeah. prepare them for the real world. I think Certainly. that's what he's thinking. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, like, the eating bugs thing with Renfield is, like, a whole nother. Right, I remember, I, I remember that specifically, too. Yeah. Um, but Leslie Nielsen... So, we were talking about... mentioned Naked Gun yeah. as movies that we watched. But also, did you, you guys remember either um, Wrongfully Accused... Or Spy Hard. Or I remember, I remember Spy, Spy Hard. Yeah. I remember wrongfully accused being a thing. Was that like a fugitive? Yeah, it was like yeah. a fugitive spoof. <laughs> um, and yeah. I remember seeing that one in the theater. Nice. Yeah. That's all right. I don't think I could honestly say I don't think I've ever seen that. Instead before. of a one-armed man, it was a one-legged man. <laughs> it was hopping on it. Yeah. Okay. And the leg was a, I believe, a gun. Oh, it was like a yeah. rifle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as it should be. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I yeah and but I have really fond memories too of watching like the Naked Gun with my dad. Um, yeah. Airplane. Airbnb. And I I also remember oh yeah Airplane. Um, but uh, Father of the Bride. Steve Martin. Uh, <laughs> I actually got them confused so much when I was a kid. Oh, really? I really did. White, yeah, white guys with like white hair comedians. Yeah. Like when I was real young, I remember that was hard for me. Yeah. I, I, it took I took me a minute. It. I love Steve Martin. Me too. Um. But uh, also, uh, O.J. Simpson was in the Naked Gun movies. Yes, yes. And I yeah. remember Juice, uh, like during the trial and everything. Like I would watch that movie, and and they'd be like, "Oh, look, there's O.J. Simpson." I was like, "What? Weird. Like, <laughs> That's crazy. He's not in a suit and tie in a, in a courtroom right now. Yeah. Look, he's not wearing gloves. <laughs> it's because they don't fit. Damn it. <laughs> and if they don't fit, then that's some shit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what they say. That's what they say. That's what they say. Um, but yeah, I do. Do you have any other like fun associated memories with with Leslie Nielsen or Mel Brooks, Logan? No, you know I don't. Um, my family. Uh, I'm the only cool person in my family, with the exception of my brother, and he's only <laughs> cool because he's my younger brother. Oh, yeah. yeah, good job. As uh, an older brother, absolutely. You <laughs> and, got to one. Of them. Yeah, 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 exactly. You get to one. Yeah. You feel like you've done your job. Um, but the rest of my family, not that cool. So we weren't a big like <laughs> movie uh, family. Every all the movies, you know. 
I'm pretty decent with movies, but that's because I, uh, as we talked about earlier, uh, I smoked a lot of weed, so, um, you know, what's better than to just put a movie on and watch it? So I actually got my movie uh, taste a little bit later in life, um, but then I tried to play catch-up and watch a lot of things that I wasn't old enough to watch or sure. I didn't get to watch um, as a child. Yeah, there's always time. Yeah, my mom's just to catch up. too busy doing step aerobics and <laughs> watching pop-up video. We're a big VH1 house. In case oh, yeah, no, pop-up video is fun, though. So. I will say. Oh, man. That's I why you're like such that. a good storyteller. That is. That's exactly um, why I'm <laughs> such a good storyteller. But only when I'm plugged in. I don't do the <laughs> unplugged stuff that well. <laughs> Uh, right something now. something road rules something 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 or another. It's MTV something something. Real I did world. love road rules though. Yeah, I always just assumed that road rules was the VH1 one because it wasn't as good. No, it's road rules. What are you and me? Real world, world and then they came together. Yeah. yeah, then they did the road. Then they did the road rules versus rules real, real world, world challenge. And like they're like, what's like the hardest title of a show we can make people say? Real world road rules challenge. Challenge anyway. Yeah. 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 Very good. Right. Ah, I'm excited <laughs> for Dracula. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this, uh, mostly because uh, I think it's going to be very easy to digest. And as I mentioned in the beginning, um, it's the weekend before Halloween when we're recording this. By the way, happy Halloween, because I'm releasing this on Wednesday. Halloween, Halloween. the Woo! 31st. Trick or treat. Uh, so happy Halloween. But right now, as we record, it's the weekend before, and it's Sunday, which means we've, we've had, had Halloween two parties. very long days of Halloween. <laughs> and uh, it's been... Uh, it hurts. been rough. No, it's been fun. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. But it hurts. It does hurt a little bit. Um, what's everyone's favorite Mel Brooks movie? Mm. Mm. I think when I was a kid, it was definitely uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Men in but, Tights. Uh, I think Chappelle. History of the World Part One, I really, uh, really love. I love that. That's game. a good one. That is a yeah. good one. Um, I think I would have to say Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Um, yeah. It's just, it's so well done. It's, it's, I really enjoy it. I'm a big Robin Hood fan overall. I mean, yeah. you're never going to yeah. be, I mean, you're never going to beat Kevin Costner. Let's be real here. But <laughs> we're going to have to watch Prince of Thieves before we yeah. watch Men in Tights. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I would have to say that Men in Tights, and I actually saw that in theaters uh, multiple times. Really? Um, yeah. Yeah. Which was nice. nice. My uncle at the time worked at the United Artist in Bethesda. So we used to get free movies every Sweet. now and then when my mom was out of town. So then we could go to the movies. I also saw uh, Billy Madison in the theaters ten times <laughs> ten in one week. Times. Yeah, in one wow. Week. We have we have a very special Billy Madison episode coming up. Yeah. It's That's cool to pee your pants. <laughs> well, Wait, you know, what's our special episode? We'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No, it's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Trevor, Trevor is trying to like. Oh, that's right. That's you know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. Well, for those of you at home, Trevor was trying to like sign something to me. But just uh, just to give you a little 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 idea of what we're talking about here. Um, we are in the '60s right now. We're in the '60s. Eventually, of the '60s will end. Yeah, we'll get real close to the end of uh, this the you know '60s when episodes, we and uh, we'll have a special episode. Special planned. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm talking about 69. I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to ruin it. Oh man. Um, all right. Well, I think unless you guys have you got any other things you want to say about this movie before we watch it, Trevor? I mean, it's so you know the plot. Yeah, more or less. And I know, I know right. a yeah. Leslie Nielsen movie. Yeah. And this is definitely Mel Brooks. Also, like, did he write and direct this one? Yeah, it's it's a Mel Brooks movie. I think Mel Brooks joint starring Leslie Nielsen. 
Okay. Um, and it's it's very much yeah, it's very much the same. Uh, it's he's gonna go to Transylvania, and then he takes takes him back to England. It's the story of Dracula, yeah, and he's got, he's got Mina. You know, there might be some sort of big dance number. Yeah, probably. Uh, I think there's a big dance number. Uh, the ending is. Uh, they don't go back to Transylvania, which I think you will be happy about because by the time in Bram Stoker's uh, Dracula, so like, damn it, they're going back to Transylvania. No, yeah. even Mel Brooks is like, we're not, no. we're not doing that. I know a we're little something year. about pacing. Yeah, I'm a comedian. <laughs> he does. He does. Yeah. So he, yeah, he's he's gonna end it where it should end. Yeah, and that's and yeah. hopefully it by the ninety minute mark. <laughs> I don't think it's that long. Yeah, yeah probably I don't not. Think it's I mean, a good movie. comedy should be nice, yeah. tight 90, 90 minutes. Pop pop. Boom. Yeah. No, besides Done. that, I don't know. Great. I, I just I love Mel Brooks. I love all all of his stuff. Yeah. I think Young Frankenstein might be uh, my top. You know what? Actually, what, I that might be my changed favorite. my answer. <laughs> that is for sure. I think that's my favorite. That is my favorite. Uh, yeah. I just love that movie so much. None of us had Spaceballs. I love Spaceballs, but See, Young yeah, Frankenstein. Not a big Spaceballs I'm fan. Not, I'm not a huge Spaceballs guy yeah, either. I love know, Spaceballs. I like uh, I I like Star Wars, and I don't right. want you to make fun of it because I. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. you know, it's not cool to be a bully. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. Shame on you, Mel Brooks. Yeah. However, <laughs> Robin Hood Men in Tights, like. Kevin Costner deserved that. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> that's like, true. Some, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. uh, all right. Well, then we're gonna watch it. We're gonna watch some digital version on some digital platform. So you should too, and enjoy it. Hope you love it. Damn it, yeah, love it, love it. Dead and loving, dead it. and loving it. Dead and loving it. He's loving it. He's loving it. You can say that now. Hi, welcome back. <laughs> uh, welcome back to the second half of this episode of Dracula Dead and Loving It. Hi, this is the Dracula Dead and Loving It podcast. Where we watch Dracula Dead and Loving It every week, and then we talk about it. Episode uh, one. This week, it was. I thought it was great. <laughs> I thought it was okay. It's better than the time we watched it in Russian, so... Oh, did That's you watch cool. it? <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I just I still have so many positive memories from this one. It's just yeah. It's been so long since I watched it. It's funny. There's a lot of classic, classic gags in it. Oh, Although shtick. there's some, there are some Mel Brooks gags that just land as really bad dad jokes. Yeah, just like, talking, yeah. like yeah, not even like a dad joke that I, I enjoy though. Just like Wait, you're not supposed to enjoy any well, dad jokes. No, but I, I enjoy a good dad joke. Okay. You know, like I appreciate it. But there were some where I was just like, <sighs> like which, like which that one? just wasn't funny. I don't know. Just there, there's a couple like bits that just fell really flat. Yeah, no, that's part of the that's part of the charm. I suppose. <laughs> I liked it more than I thought I was gonna like it. Oh, good. Watching it now. Yeah, that's good. So. Yeah, I kind of did too. I was I was a little bit apprehensive yeah. that it wouldn't live up to it, but I, I was still enjoying it the whole time. Even just the the dumb parts are just they're very endearing to me. And yeah. it's just something Mel Brooks about it that it's just like oh, like they thought that was silly, so they put it in. Yeah, it's just nice. <laughs> they liked it. Yeah, there are just a lot of moments where it's just like this is this is like a, a silly thing that could happen, mm-hmm. and let's try it. Wouldn't let's it be try silly? It. Let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, we filmed it, so. It was funny Makes when the they cut. did it. Yeah. Uh, though, again, though it's much shorter, it was a solid 
90 minutes. I still thought the, the pacing and editing was weird. And, uh, yeah, but maybe I think that just comes down to the Dracula story. Maybe, maybe it's the story. Yeah, maybe the Dracula story isn't, Bram. just isn't that good. Come on, Stoker. I mean, well, he, he was a one-hit wonder. He was a one-hit wonder, right? Yeah. yeah. So he might not just be that good of a writer. Also, it's all in journal form, and journals yeah. are kind of cut like that. You know, I don't right, know. Yeah. I don't really diary that much or journal that there much. There are blanks to fill. But there's going to be some blanks, yeah. Um they hit most of the beats, though. They changed some things from Bram Stoker's version. Yeah. Um, like, Renfield has a bigger role. He's sort of more yeah. of the Keanu Harker. He's great. He had, he for me, funny. the biggest laugh in the whole movie where yes. he was trying to, like, he knew that they were going to follow him back to Dracula. <laughs> That's my favorite part. And he just, like, it's like, I'll, I'll lead them astray. And then he just, like, in the same, like, <laughs> 10 square feet. Runs one way and runs it's another way. It's like trying way. to juke him out yeah. like a basketball game. And he's like, lost him. Lost him. He reminds yeah. me of uh, the Igor character from Young Frankenstein. Right. Yeah. yeah. Although Igor was a lot more like kind of with it. Yeah. Like, and he was kind of like fucking with Frankenstein, you know, like, you know, what hump kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it would change sides. Right. Oh, man. Still <laughs> the best. Was a great movie. Still the best. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I really liked it. I thought the music was great by yeah. Hummy Man. Hummy Man. Hummy and, Man just yeah. does a fantastic job as as a as a music uh, composer. Yeah, uh, he really, there's some it. other classical pieces. I just think <clears throat> again too, and I think part of it was like Dracula, the character is so like I'm so mysterious, and everything <laughs> I do takes forever. I think it fucked with the pacing of the jokes. Whenever maybe that's just yeah. like you know. How we look at Southerners is taking their time. Maybe this is Transylvania. It's maybe a Transylvania they, yeah, draw. maybe they, they just have a very it is sort of the sticks slow of way of life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like, yeah, I mean, so <laughs> the shtick with the the reoccurring joke with Dracula and the hypnotism thing yeah. was pretty like it was pretty funny. Just like the problems of of you know enchantment in yeah. general. You yeah. gotta be be specific. You have to be so specific <laughs> because they are out. And so yeah. they're going to follow it to the T. And so every time, like, it never worked the way that he wanted it to. Well, you know, casting charm person at a higher level like that was impressive. Yeah, no, he can, he's got, a, he's a really high level uh, enchanter. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a shapeshifter. Yeah. I loved his little bat head. Oh my God, that his was funny. Anytime he turned into a bat. On a bat yeah. body. Oh, that was so funny. funny. I just like how they kept the ears as yeah. like as big as they are on, yeah. on his little face. So that was good. Yeah. I, I, you know, I thought that uh, Leslie Nielsen did, he was more serious than the role really asked, like asked for, you know, mm-hmm. when you go into a Mel Brooks movie and especially with someone like uh, Leslie Nielsen at, at the helm, you want, you expect a little, I think a little more shtick, a little more like, Oh, that's silly. Yeah, but think- he was probably the most, like, like with it as yeah. far as far as casting goes, kind of understated. yeah, he yeah. Played a, he played a, a a decent Dracula. <laughs> he was a decent Dracula. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good. Well, I think that's what made it so funny. Like when he raised raises out of his coffin and he bumps, like, his, bumps head, his head, right? Because yeah. he's taking it so seriously. I should move the chandelier, but, uh, or the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my parents were actually telling because I was talking about doing this uh, movie the other day with them, and they were actually telling telling me that you know when they were kids they knew leslie nielsen as like a very serious actor like before he got into before he got into like the naked gun stuff he was like 
he played very serious roles. It's kind of like uh, was it John C. Riley? A lot of us, yeah. especially in our generation, see John C. Riley as this comedic actor. He's a great comedian, but he's a fantastic, oh yeah, serious actor. He has I such agree. a such a wide range. Yeah, so he's got a range. there's definitely Magnolia. you can kind of see the same thing. Yeah. I could I could see that with Leslie Nielsen, especially at the end when he's strangling Harker, <laughs> and like just his face was like really like. Serious and intense, intense. very into it. And like his eyes, I was like, "Wow, yeah, he is. He is a serious. I mean, yeah, he's great. He was great. Um, I thought the reoccurring like Englishness, like repression, was really funny. There's like a line at the very beginning when they're at the opera. I just like, I love the opera. It was Harker. It's like all the, all the ecstasy, all the fury, all the emotions I've managed to repress. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) they've been engaged for five years. He's never, never touched, never touched her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. And then when Lucy gets transformed and she's trying to seduce him. Oh yeah. And he's just like, but I'm British. Yeah. Yeah. British. Amy Asbeck is hilarious to me. She is Mina. Yeah. Also made Marion in Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Also, what was her name in the mask? Peggy. Peggy. Yeah. Uh, I, I think she's really funny. Um, when, when he comes in after she was bitten, she's like, Oh, hello, Jonathan. Yeah. I that was really... <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see what other reoccurring jokes were they. Enemas. Enemas. This doctor... movie taught me what that was. Uh, well, well. Dude, I was, was a not, child. Obviously not at this showing of the movie, but like as a kid. Yeah. As a kid, yeah. I'm like, what is that? <clears throat> you know, because like the, the doctor is obsessed. Like that's his miracle cure for everything. And slash punishment. So when Renfield... Uh, it breaks into uh, Lucy's room as being very problematically pervy. They they catch him. They take, take him away. And he's like, "Give him a you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not another <laughs> enema. Yes, another, another and another, another until another. you come to your senses." <laughs> uh, apparently, this was uh, Mel Brooks' final theatrical feature as wow. a director. That's huh. interesting. Um, yeah, it is interesting. But again, like I don't think I honestly, especially in 2018, don't think his his shtick holds up. Uh, uh, just it's, I don't think I don't think it has an audience really for today's no, because you know. it's way more. I guess tame than what people yeah. are expecting in today's day and age. Like, you know, the people who get the big comedic glass are, you know, the the poop mouse. Well, I mean, that's yeah. funny well, that you say that because he doesn't even like watching Blazing Saddles anymore because he thinks it's filthy. Which, in some way, I mean, yeah, that for the time, yeah. Mel Brooks was groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. And so I think you know, with comedies like this, it's important to see it in the view of history. I mean, yeah, I dude agree. is ancient. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And like, yeah, the com- I, I think it's interesting how comedy will <clears throat> always change. Although, I don't know, comedy now is so absurdist. It is very absurd. Like, I feel like the natural progression of like these movies and like the the Naked Gun movies has become like the the Will Ferrell like Talladega Nights okay. kind yeah. of brand of comedy. John like, C. Riley. John C. Riley. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I think that's sort of where it's gone. But like slapstick was always absurd. I, I think that there's, a, I think that's, there's starting to be a reaction to it though. I feel like uh, I have a hard time thinking of any actually good examples, but 
of a reaction to absurdism. Yeah, I just feel like it's it's di- it's starting to dial back and go in other directions. But I don't know. I don't go. I don't go see a lot of comedies lately. Um, my fiance watches a lot of stand up comedy mm-hmm. at, Who's her at home. Right now? Um, she, oh man, I don't know who her favorite would be right now. She watches, and when I say she watches a lot, she watches anything that comes out on Netflix, including Spanish, French, Italian, Portuguese. She just watches all these stand up comedians. Oh, that's awesome. Um, that's awesome. It's weird, especially the newer ones. A lot of comedians now are, it's really just social commentary on what's going on in the world. So I feel like they almost have it easier than some of the great comedians because the great comedians are coming up with these jokes and spending all this time writing, you know, these stories and trying to figure things out. And now comedians literally just like turn on the news and then they just regurgitate it back to people who might not have seen it on the news. The Daily yeah. Show kind of exactly, thing. Exactly, yeah. I mean, comedy's <clears throat> always kind of been social commentary. Like, the role of the court jester was he was the only one that was able to criticize, you know, like True. the king yeah. or the lord or anything like that. Like, that's always kind of been a thing because it's, it's like, okay, they can go it's there. It's a joke. It's just, we're just joking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, JK, they can go JK. There yeah. But also, if killed. the king really didn't like it, you're fucking dead. No, you dead. could still die. <laughs> yeah. 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 You could still totally die. I think my my favorite comedian that's sort of newish right now is probably Mulaney. Oh, John Mulaney. John Mulaney's Fantastic. good, yeah. Um, yeah, we've talked about Bo Burnham before on this, it's just yeah. but he's more of just an overall. I mean, he's just a for me a performance artist, you know. Which I mean, you say all all people that do stand up or music, you know, they're right. performance artists, but he's just like he takes it to there's a level of choreography to Bo Burnham's stuff that is just um, goes beyond a lot of things. For sure. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan in uh, Dimitri Martin still. Yeah, Dimitri Martin's um, great. And kind of in the same realm as, as Bo Burnham. Uh, my favorite comedian right now that would probably have to be uh, Tom Hewinger. Um, oh, you, know, you, he just, he, you stop that. He just does such a great job. He just really Clearly. got his finger on the pulse. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. That's um, me. But, so par- <laughs> but parody isn't really big right now. I mean, after... The scary movie ones, right? They did like the scary movie yeah. ones, and then they kind of branched off like, and did like the movie. teen movie. Uh, like they, they do like dance, like a, like a, a one off from like the Step Up movies right, where they do like yeah. dance off or whatever it is. Yeah, um, I feel like called, they're not quite as syrup, no. they're, they're <laughs> not really as revealed, or re- revered anymore though. You know, like no, because I don't, I really don't think it necessarily ages well. The parody thing, I guess I don't like because there's always going to be a lot of really contemporaneous. References. What we do in the shadows, though. Yeah. So that I think is a great. I agree. It's not really a parody, but also a mockumentary. It's, it's mock- a more of a mockumentary, yeah. so it's a little bit different. But even like taking it back to, um, you know, speaking about like I don't know, Will Ferrell and, and John C. Riley, um, Talladega Nights, a yeah. huge parody That's- on Days of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's great. <clears throat> I saw yeah. that. I Fantastic. saw that in a very rural area, and uh, there are people that were in the theaters. I saw it in the theater that really thought it was going to be a race car movie. Oh yeah. Oh, it was, it was great. I grew and up they in North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> I grew up in North Carolina where right. NASCAR is like the biggest sport yeah, there yeah. is. So to go see Talladega Nights in North Carolina, there's people in in the theaters who are like, "Oh man, I can't wait to watch this race movie." Yeah, it was it, it's thought. not. It's not though. It's so. making fun of you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I'm Have glad you, that you guys uh, enjoy it. Yeah. Have you seen documentary now? Oh yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. That's another kind of parody comedy. So like the Fred Armisen. Mm-hmm. That sort of what I like about that though is you, you don't need to have seen any of the documentaries though to enjoy. You That's you true. might appreciate it more, but they yeah. they go such a route with with that show that it, 
you don't necessarily need to have seen Grey Gardens mm-hmm. to enjoy their their spoof of it. Although I did see Dracula Dead and Loving It before I saw Bram Stoker's <laughs> so <Dracula>. did I. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <coughs> but I was I did I did see Bram Stoker's Dracula when I was a kid also. Yeah. But I remember then being like, oh, that's what that's from. Yeah. And you just have that click moment instead of the oh, it's funny because it's a parody moment. Yeah. I don't know. It's still funny anyway. Um. But yeah, I, I do think things like Not Another Teen Movie and Scary Movie, I think one of the reasons they don't hold up is because of all the very contemporaneous uh, references. And I was actually watching something about Superbad recently yeah. and why Superbad still holds up so well and why people like my parents loved Superbad. It's because yeah. it's very, <clears throat> it has a lot of universal things going on and <clears throat> very few contemporaneous uh, references and like a lot of the music is like this, just kind of like real it's Bootsy Collins, yeah, yeah, with James Brown's band, yeah, that's so that's fucking solid. good, yeah. pretty rad. <laughs> and uh, and also too, like the treatment of women in that in that movie is actually done really well. And, I mean, they're and the, the problematic car- parts of Superbad are that it's they're like obsessed. They're like, but right, I mean, but but then, but they're kids faced in in a particular yeah. situation where he's with the drunk girl he wants to hook right. up with. He does he, the right he does thing. the right thing. Yeah, and um, that is awesome. And and that's another thing too. Like uh, we forgot to talk about in the first half, we knew it being a Mel Brooks movie, we could expect to see a lot of really busty women with right. like just massive amounts of cleavage. It's not and like that doesn't work anymore. No, it really. It's like why why like, why do they doing? have to be dressed that way? Um, and I understand. Like on the one hand, it's like ooh, they're like these vampires that are supposed to be really sexy and sexual. Um, that scene though, he kind of <clears> does subvert. They're sexual. Yes, like he with does. the vampire um, spawn, you uh-huh. know, they they do the whole thing where they go up to him in the bed and uh, and Dracula comes and he's like, "What? You think that makes me happy? You think that <laughs> I'm oh, proud yeah, of you?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they're floating away. And he's like, "Stop that!" And yeah. they sort of like just saunter out. Sort of, sort of, they yeah. like yeah. kind of clump away. That, like, that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and it's not to say that like movies don't have that stuff anymore. It's just it, to me, it's not. It's di- it's definitely been dialed back a good yeah. bit, and for good reason. Like you can still tell compelling stories or funny stories without the you know the bikini clad women yeah. running around everywhere. But like, the male gaze thing is it shows up so it much. It's everywhere. Still. It's yeah. not it's like pervasive. really gone. It's just like it's not in movies that we would consider to be woke. But if yeah. you if you go to like if you go to an action movie, they're still like yeah, oh, they're yeah. still gonna be you know it's just I don't know. the gays. It's not really explosions and boobs. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know yeah. that's that's what it is. That's what it's about in the nineties. <laughs> but also too, I think a lot of things like this, uh, like if if that kind of stuff does make it into a comedy, a lot of time it's like a self aware thing now. Yeah, definitely. Kind of self awareness is, yeah. is another big trend. Of, like this is like. This doesn't take itself seriously, but I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, like, self-aware, necessarily. You know what I mean? No. No, I think it's aware of the genre that it's trying to portray, Mm -hmm. Um, but I wouldn't say that they're like, hey, we're a vampire movie, let's make fun of ourselves for a little bit. Um, Sure. It kind of plays that line really well, which Mm -hmm. is, I mean, it's, it's a solid movie. I'm glad that I, I'm glad that I... Stepped away from my job to come watch it with you guys. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Yeah. Um, it's, I think my other favorite part was after Dracula uh, dies, Renfield scoops him up into a little ash pile and draws the little smiley face in yeah. the ashes. There Getting back go. to your old self, sir. 
That's just silly. <clears throat> no, My whole thing with Renfield, I, I love him as a character. Um, I love how, how he's done in this movie. But, you know, after Dracula dies, let's see, uh, you know, everyone kind of goes back to being themselves, and he's still kind of this, I, I need a master, I need someone to follow after, you know, even after Dracula's gone, he still has that mentality. But in the beginning of the movie, before he had met Dracula, he wasn't the same way he wasn't super submissive and he wasn't you know kind of looking for a master um so i'm kind of intrigued and somewhat confused as to why everyone else goes back to normal but renfield kind of stays um how he was after yeah. his initial meeting with he always Dracula. Had that probably in in, inside of him yeah. we only we only see him with the romanian villagers at the beginning true uh, which sure. is a pretty funny scene, but, but he's also yeah. like he's like a he's like a notary magistrate kind Esquire. of person, yeah. right? So he's um, like, but even like with his conversation with the the driver of the buggy, he was a little more assertive, sure. um, at the beginning than he than he ended up being at the end. So I'm kind I'm I'm interested in and yeah. why that is uh, massive brain damage. Yeah, just yeah. probably yeah, <laughs> absolutely had some big falls in there. <clears throat> That's true, <laughs> very big ones, some big ones, eating all the bugs. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, maybe that was it. Or maybe just the enchantment just stuck, you know. For some people, you know, it can go away, but for him, it changed. His mind wasn't his strong mind. enough to to go back to its normal way. He started coming out of it, and then and then the doctor's like, "Come, come, Renfield, <laughs> yes, yeah. master." Yeah, that's yeah. good. You're your good own stuff. man now, Renfield. Yeah, it was great. It was great. Um, yeah. Well, I think that. That does it for Dracula Dead and Loving It. Dead and Loving It. Loved it, and it's dead now. Logan, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You got anything you'd like to plug? Um... No, I don't. (laughs) I don't have anything that I'd like to plug. Um... right. I would like to plug, uh... Now available on video cassette. Uh, you oh, can find you. it on Stitcher or uh, any other th- any other uh, app that might be able to to play some podcasts out there. I even found it on Spotify for all you uh, you hip kids out there. But actually, um, we're currently not on Spotify. Our new episodes aren't going up there right now. Oh, so, it's okay. Now that I'm on here, people will want it on Spotify. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a sultry voice of mine. It's a money thing, right? I now. have a built-in mic screen because of the beard and the mustache, <laughs> so it's nice. I don't sound too airy or anything. I hope. No, not at all. Nice. I'm hearing it right here in the right cans. Here in the cans. Um. Yeah, and also if you would like to be part of this conversation, you can always email us at nowavailableov at gmail We'd love to hear from you. Any uh, you know comments, movie suggestions? Did we get something horrifically wrong and never correct it? Let us know. Oh, I got so much shit for us saying Zachary Banks. Like, oh, really? The pa- from yeah, in the wh- past like who? couple weeks, just a, a, just our friends who uh, who listened. Soren gave me shit last night. What? I got stuff from uh, from Matt and Anna. Whatever. Just a bunch of people like just yelling, just you yelling know, at that's us. That's fine. As Tell they listen to, to it. Put it in a fucking email. Put it in an email. So we can have a fucking email section and be like a real podcast. Add us at Twitter, please. Yeah, now available OVC. Yeah, I mean, you can tell us about it in person a lot of the time, but yeah. don't. Email. <laughs> Instead, yeah. just email us. We can at least pretend like we have people that listen to this that aren't our friends. <laughs> that we can't immediately yeah. talk to that live yeah. within walking distance. Yeah. So, I guess if you're a stranger <laughs> and you happen to run into Tom or Trevor, then you can tell them what you feel about yeah, in person. I still but if you're friends, email. like, email. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't talk to me. I don't want to talk to strangers. <laughs> uh, freaks me out. No, email only. All righty. Well, uh, thank you again for being here. Thank you all for listening. Trevor, do you have any final words of wisdom? Oh. Well, if you are a vampire, nos veratu, the undead, 
damned. And you get up one morning out of your coffin, and it's a bright, beautiful day. You go to the park, you drink some vine, you eat some chicken. And then you realize, oh, I'm burning up. It's okay. You're just having a daymare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, check and replace your smoke detector batteries. Now Right Closing the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, gee, yeah, hit that harder next time. Okay. Headphones.